Hey, everybody. Welcome to How to Be a Texan. Hey, happy Veterans Day, Kevin and Andrew. How you guys doing? Uh, pretty good. Good. Right. Happy right. Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. That's what we're, that's what we're talking about today. That's about awesome. Vets in Texas, baby. When you said vets, I thought you were talking about veterinarians. No, But no. I'm so much more excited to talk about our veterans because veterans are amazing. Amazing. Thank you, veterans. Veterinarians are, are amazing, too. No. They are, but not quite. <laughs> not quite as. Yeah. Of, I mean, bunch of poop smears. Sticking your... <laughs> Sticking your arm up Doc's rear is not nearly as exciting as somebody's defending freedom, baby. Defending freedom, yeah. Freedom. Freedom. That's right. I enjoy my freedom based on the work that our veterans have done. I do too, and I really appreciate it. Thank you, men and women and children, not children. Thank you, men and women who have served our country. We could keep doing this for the next 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So so whether you listen to this on Veterans Day or not, it doesn't matter. Um, Texas has a ton of veterans in it. But the thing is, I thought I would ask you, do you know how many wars Texas has participated in? Let me hide these notes so that I don't count them. <laughs> that Texas has been involved in before being in the U.S. or just after being in the I w- U.S.? I was going to include them all. Yeah. I was going to include them all. There's got to be... Uh... Well, we got six oh. flags, remember? We got yeah. six flags over Texas. So, But there's got to be at least 10 or 12... There's 10 or 12. Wars, right? There's 10 or 12 wars. Yeah. And a crap ton of conflicts. Lots of battles. Yeah. Lots of battles. Yeah. That's how we got that come and get it flag. Yeah. Battle of Goliad. Yeah. Come and get my one cannon. There's one cannon. Yeah. And then uh, the Alamo. Alamo. David Crocker. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Betty Crocker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Betty Crocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Texas itself has been in a ton of, of battles and wars, but then once Texas was admitted to the United States... Then, of course, we've participated in all of the we've major... We've pretty much carried them. <laughs> it's getting Tex- old. Texans have carried the rest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Tired about of carrying that. these slackers. I don't know. I think it was a team effort. I'm going to go with team effort. Now, I will say, the Civil War, we had people in Texas that were fully divided. Did you know that? Um, we no. did. I'm not surprised, though, but no, I didn't know that. Yeah, we had people that were union... Um, enthusiasts as well as Confederate enthusiasts. So we had real, because uh, I'm doing my research on Texas Rangers, and some of the Texas Rangers were union encouragers, and therefore they were like, dude, I'm not, I'm not in. I'm not going to fight, fight for the Confederacy. I'm just going to go out and protect the frontier and fight off the Indians. Isn't, hmm. that, isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is. Regardless. So we had all the stuff with Santa Ana. I mean, we've talked about Santa Ana many, many times. Yep. So Texas became the Republic of Texas uh, after the battle with Mexico and Spain. But then Spain and France were all involved, and the Louisiana Act and all that kind of stuff was in there. There weren't really any battles. These were just more political things that moved the flags around over Texas until it became the Republic of Texas. And then once Texas got into the U.S., then bingo, game on. We were in on all the major battles of the U.S. And so that was, so let's think about that. The major battle, and there's a crap ton of little battles, but the major battles were the Civil War, um, the the Mexican-American War of 1846 to 1848 were part of that. Uh, then the big boys, World War One, World War II, uh, Korea, 
uh, Vietnam, and then Desert Storm 1 and 2. So here's a trivia question for you. Who do you think was the most famous person to, not necessarily a Texan, but just the most famous person to serve on a military base in Texas? Probably Elvis. You nailed it. <laughs> it's got to be Elvis. He was at Fort Hood. And that's a guess. That's just a guess. You nailed it. I think Elvis came through. Remember, he he had a highly publicized you know, military career. I mean, he mm-hmm. was kind of rising, and he was doing all these... You know, bongo movies and goofy stuff. And, and then uh, he left to serve his country. Yeah. And he he was he did his basic training at Fort Hood. Okay. Yeah. And Fort Hood's down in Colleen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's a pretty massive cool. Massive base. Yeah. We've got a crap ton of bases here in Texas. Yeah. Which is great. We got yeah. Air Force bases. We got Army bases. We got Navy. Do we have Navy bases? I don't know. Down at the coast? Yeah, I don't know. Crap. I, I bet know. we have. Maybe to. Corpus Christi. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like. There's got to be. Didn't we go on like some battleship or something down there? That was in Alabama. Well, and then you got yeah. the the Lexington that's docked. Remember, it's uh, it's haunted at Corpus the USS oh, yeah. Lexington. That's right. <laughs> Get haunted. Uh, yeah, stuff. where like the ghosts will like take him on a tour. Yeah. <laughs> Show you how all the, the hydraulics work yeah. down below. Isn't it great? Uh, anyway, regardless. Funny. So hey, thank you, veterans. So. Um, but Texas has been through a lot of battles, and it's been a huge contributor uh, to that. So, the you, you know who else was a, a veteran? And uh, let me see. He he's not. He wasn't born in Texas, right? There's but a, there's a lot of Tennesseans that came to Texas. Well, but, but this this guy is is associated with Texas for sure. Hmm. Roger Staubach, remember his story? Roger Dodger. Yeah. That's right. So he played, this guy plays college football, mm-hmm. and he gets drafted number one by the Dallas Cowboys. Right. And he says, okay, y'all hold on a few years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into and serve my country. That's right. That's so he right. goes over and serves a full, you know, four years. Yeah. And, he and then he's like, okay, now I'll come play football. Yeah, I'll play some football now. How cool is that? That's so cool. Bob, never... Bob Wills served. Bob Wills was oh, a yeah. veteran? Yeah, but he got discharged because he drank heavily Uh-oh. and it caused disciplinary Are you serious? Yeah. So he was, he was discharged. Well, he and could play he went that, back to man, like, he could play that fiddle. fiddle yeah. He could play that fiddle. And then he, he was kind of a yodeler. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, he would do that. Oh, that's right. I love that. That's right. So he was. He was from. uh, He was born in Texas. Texas. He was a native. Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. he must have been a playboy in the military. Uh, Okay, so a couple of things. Just a couple of stats. Um, So, who do you think has the most vets alive in a state right now? Mm, California, maybe. Right. No, it's California. So they've got just because they have such a huge population. They got a huge population, yeah. and so this is a couple. This is dated. This is in 2014. So I'm sure I would think maybe they have a little bit less than this, but they got about 1.7 million. Texas has is number two at about 1.5 million. Texas is number two. Yeah, yeah, and then Florida number three at just under 1.5 million. So Texas and Florida are right there. And the thing is, is that our death rate of veterans right now, just because of age, is you know, we're losing a lot of veterans basically every day. And the veterans that we're losing, of course, the greatest generation, the World War II vets, we're losing a ton of them. Just think about it. I mean, they're in their 90s now. And then our Vietnam vets, 
uh, they are aging out too, and we're losing a ton of them because of older age. Mm -hmm. So, and then all of our Desert Storm and Afghanistan and Iraq guys and gals, they're for the most part still around, working just active part of Texas living. So, which is cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, but as I did my research, there is there is some scary stuff here on like the number of contributions that were given, uh, and I'm talking like veterans that gave their life for our our freedom. And uh, do you know what war caused the greatest number of death? It's got to be World War Two. World War Two. Yeah. Do you have any idea how many people died in World War Two? Was it maybe four hundred thousand? From America, yes. From the U.S. alone. From the U.S., it was just over four hundred thousand. That isn't. That is just nuts. It is. And nuts. I'm just, yeah. I remember learning about that in school or something. But right, that's so, crazy. So when you think about it, what war? And this is U.S. specific. So think about it. There's going to be, you know, I'd say twelve to fifteen percent of uh, all these numbers are Texans. Mm-hmm. You know, and so just think about it. About twelve to fifteen percent of all these numbers are Texans. And so what do you think is the number one war in U.S. history of the highest death toll? I thought you just asked me that question. I did. But there's, it's, I'm cheating a little bit here. The Civil War, actually. Oh, caused, I was going to ask you about the Civil more. War. Yeah, because I... The, the World War II, the, <clears throat> the correction there is that we lost, uh, in World War II, as a planet, we lost about 3% of our population. And it's amazing. There was, and I'm talking 80 to 100 million people at the low end. Of World War II? Of World War II. So think about 100 million people that we lost. And and that was civilians and military. And so I just went and watched it. I told you about this one video I want you guys to watch. If you guys get a chance, go watch this. It's called, um, oh, crap. It's Fallen.io. And if you look at that, it's on the History Channel, and it's this amazing video, and it basically goes into World War II casualties. And it, it's called The Fallen of World War II. And so if you Google that and watch that, it's about, a, uh, it's about an 18-minute video, and you're able to stop twice in there, and it has this thing where you can stop it and do this interactive thing on the graph which is amazing, and it shows you kind of what origin of country we lost, the civilians, the military, et cetera. And you guys know that, I mean, I'm a huge reader of history, and um, World War II in particular is one of those things that um, that I'm fascinated by. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the Civil War was <coughs> 600 and some odd thousand. Yeah, so... Oh, so we, much higher than World War II. Yeah, so if we talk about that. Now, the, the population of Texas during the Civil War was probably not that high, so I wouldn't say that we lost 12% of 655,000, yeah. but we lost... 655,000 people in America between the Union and the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the second most deadly war, and that was World War II, where we lost about 405,399 uh, people in that. And that was U.S. Pacific. And that's where we would have lost a good 12% to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so that says we had a ton of loss there. And then World War One, we lost 116,000. And then you go to Korea, 36,000. Vietnam... 
I mean, think about that. You think, oh, man, we had to lose more in Korea than we did Vietnam. No, we lost 58,209 people from the U.S. in Vietnam. In Vietnam, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was very, very high, the death toll there. And because Vietnam lasted for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Did you know that, you know why we got into Vietnam? Um, it was during the Cold War. That's what I, yeah. That's... Yeah, and so North Vietnam was communist. Mm-hmm. And the French were aligned with the South Vietnamese. And so then we said, and, and so the threat of communism was there from, um, you know, from really China uh, and, and Russia backed it. And so mm-hmm. it was just this, you know, we're going to get into it because we're allies with the French and therefore we're going to help protect that. And, and so it lasted, it lasted so, so long. Mm. And the living conditions that I, just, I was just reading about that. And then again, Joe, remember my buddy Joey Respondi that I talked mm-hmm. about? His dad was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam. Ooh, so he wow, would tell intense. us, yeah. he would tell us just, I remember as a kid, you know, when you're like, you know, 10 years old and you just are not paying attention, but you're just playing or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're running by and, and Mr. Spani would tell, he'd say, hey, you know, we're just sitting out in the garage or something messing around. And he'd tell us some story about how he would fly in in these Hueys and land and pick up some guys and then get out. And how I reminded him of something. I mean, it was just amazing, the stories that he would tell us. And we were just in passing, and we're like, oh, that's cool, Mr. Responding. Can we go play again, you know? When actually these were golden moments that mm-hmm. he was sharing with us. Because, you know, a lot of, a lot of the veterans, you know, they just they don't want to tell the stories of what happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was grateful that he, he would be pretty open with us because we just thought that was so cool that he was able to fly this cool helicopter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a guy in Argyle, he's got a Huey. And he flies by every once in a while. Oh, really? I hadn't yeah. seen that. <clears throat> yeah. Matter of fact, I was doing Karis's wedding out in my front yard uh, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was flying. They were doing flyovers with family watching the wedding in his Huey. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Crazy. And then there was a, a group of some Harley. Did you group. know he was going to be flying around? No, I didn't. We were like, I was like, come on, get out of there. <laughs> it's like, just <laughs> land and come watch on the ground. Yeah, we got plenty to eat. Come on, you can land in the pasture in the back. But, you know, the Hueys are so loud. So That's annoying, actually. And then we had a group of Harley riders, and they came by, too, and they stopped. And their Harleys were... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm conducting what are y'all a ceremony. Doing over here? It looks like that's a pretty wedding. And I was conducting the wedding. And then you know my bees showed up. Remember I, I had to like mask the bees so the bees didn't go eat all the fruit and stuff. And they came out anyway. And they got in everybody's hair. I didn't know that part. You didn't know that? No. So I had three interruptions in that wedding. So there you go. <laughs> so, anyway, but we've got a, a ton of contributions. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. But the stories are over. That's it. Harley's, Huey, and Bees in Karis's wedding. So, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So, I would encourage you to watch that, that video on World War II. That is amazing. I love all that stuff. And that one is really moving. So, you stopped at Vietnam. What about, you know, like modern warfare with the technology that we have? How is that? You know, well, we've had, affected the casualty rates. I, 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 as a non-military person, I don't know the answer to that. Now, my brother has been in the Air Force his whole. But you know career. the numbers, right? I'm just curious. I, have the numbers gone down? No, or? they've gone dramatically down. Yeah. So when you think about the Gulf War and then Iraq uh, and then Afghanistan, you know, so in Iraq and the Gulf War, it says we lost 294 people. Iraq, we lost uh, 4,497. Afghanistan, 2,216. So. Clearly, that's a lot less than Vietnam or Korea or certainly World War One or Two, but um, 
still we're losing people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think I think the warfare has just gotten different. At least mm-hmm. my observation of it is it's just very very different. It's more like in Afghanistan and and in Iraq. It feels like it's more guerrilla warfare where it's kind of house to house and you know it's not like the the American Revolution where you you line up you know your regiment and stand there with your your guns and then the British come and walk up and you're 30 paces from each other and you just start shooting at each other mm-hmm. there's none of that right it's all technology and we're watching people and then and then at the end of the day seems like we do a lot more with drones and you know it seems like, like it's that. going that way yeah. yeah yeah but when i think it, it seems like when the hard stuff has to be done you still, you still have, have to, to send, send in some people in you know yeah. these special forces teams or you know which are amazing I mean, I love all that stuff. Now, we did an episode recently on dogs, and I wish this would have happened before we did that episode. But did you hear about that dog that you know helped take out the le- uh, the leader of ISIS? No. Really? No, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. What happened? So we just took out... Uh, I, knew, I knew about the leader being taken out. I don't know about the dog. The dog uh, played a integral... Is that a real word? word? Integral? Integrative. <laughs> he was key to the whole mission. Oh, this dog, highly trained military dog. Okay. And he goes in and basically, you know, um, you know, like helps orchestrate the whole thing. He was all over the news, all over the internet. What was he, he like giving signals and stuff? Or like, hey, you know. Give around. me a second and I'll look it up because I didn't think to look this up. And in response, Donald T- Trump said that he was, quote, a very good boy. Oh. <laughs> but he went kidding. to the White House and he... <laughs> I made that up. No, I think he did say that. Oh, really? <laughs> well, he is a very good boy. Say that in your Trump voice. <laughs> he is a very good boy. See, that's exactly <laughs> what Is that what Trump said? <laughs> he was oh. a good boy. Oh, you know what? Somebody that. at work said, they said, how to... Oh, no, no, no. It was a guy, it was an older guy at church, and he's like, they're thinking about giving the dog a, you know, a medal. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He got a medal. <clears throat> yeah, and I think the older gentleman, he was a vet, and he, I think he was... He was upset about that. He's like, "Oh, how dare them give uh, a medal to a dog over a one of our men or women?" And and, and I, I I didn't weigh in. I'm just like, "Oh, okay." Well, I don't know if they, you know, took it away from a man and gave it to a dog. I think they, <laughs> I think they probably gave medals to everybody that my, they my got a medal. You scum! I don't I was, think it I was you can't a, outperform this dog. Yeah, I don't think it was like <laughs> okay, we've only got one medal. Well, I yeah. think that was kind of the thought from this guy. And and my only point to this older gentleman was the dog's probably going to get the medal and then want to, like, chew on it. <laughs> you know? I mean, it probably is not terribly meaningful to the dog. Right. Yeah. So there right, you go. Right, right, right. Um, they should have given the dog some medal, a medal, but it's like a special medal that can hold peanut butter inside, and then the oh, dog can get peanut butter. Yeah, just on a yeah. cake, like the Pavlovian thing? Yeah. Okay. Hey, one- the the dog did get wounded. I'm trying to figure out what he actually did. Oh, in this mission. Yeah, I need to I need to read that because I didn't I didn't know the dog was that instrumental. He was instrumental to the point where he was all over the news. Okay. Trump did say he's a, a beautiful dog, a talented dog. Oh. Well, it's kind of beautiful close. dog, a talented dog. <laughs> All right. Well, did I get that backwards? That was kind of very talented dog, beautiful dog, oh great dog, okay. best dog there is. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, so one thing that uh, that I wanted to ask you, Kevin, is when we have wars, what do you think are the reasons that we have wars? The dog's name was Conan. As in Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you? Why do you think we have wars? Just in general. 
Oh man, there's tons of different reasons why like we have wars. A reaction to an assassination, or that's been that has happened. The Ferdinand thing. Yeah. I mean, that was that's the kind of start of World, World War One. Right. Yeah. yeah, the Great War. Um, a lot of times, it's um, to combat you know, oppression. Yeah, there may be a dictator that's you know abusing people, and mm-hmm. you know, we go in. Sometimes it's um, unfortunately you know economic. You know, related to economic situations, money, 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 money. That's you right. Know, terrorism. You know, we oh, attacked. Yeah. We had that, to. That's right. Defend ourselves. So, so I, yeah, a lot of different reasons. Yeah. So I got economic gain, territorial gain. That that's not terribly compelling if you're just like a territorial gain. Like I'm going to go put my life on the line. Now you know people do it every day, but uh, I'm just going to change the boundaries and I'm going to go have a fight over the boundaries. But that's a reason. Then you've got religion. That's a huge re- reason, oh, even yeah. today. But if someone feels like their territory has been taking, taken from them right. unjustly, them's fighting words. Yeah, then that and that's um, that's right. Yeah, that's going on in you know the Israeli-Palestinian oh, conflict. Yeah, and has been for decades mm-hmm. and decades. Right. Mm-hmm. So religion is one. Obviously, we have that as a huge one on the national world scene now. Nationalism is another. Just. I get. I. I don't. I don't know exactly what the mean that means about nationalism. Nationalism is what drove uh, like Hitler and Nazism. Oh, basically, like you we know. the third imperialism. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then revenge. That was probably World War One, the Ferdinand assassination. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get revenge. The Civil War. Obviously, we had that in this country. Revolutionary War. We had that in this country as well. And then a defensive war. And that's interesting. I don't know what that means. Um, would be an example of a defensive war. Maybe the war on terror, mm. right? You know, we got bombed over here, so or or maybe like that movie to, Independence Day, where the aliens were trying to come and attack and like change our planet. To, yeah, that's a much better example than the war on terror. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that that movie with Will Smith was pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, basically, it, war on terror. We said, hey, you know, you got us here, right? Right. So rather than wait to be attacked again, we're gonna go get you on your. We're you know. What did so I think that's a quote unquote defensive war. Wouldn't the Pacific Front of World War II be defensive? Oh no! Yeah, we were were trying to defend. Yeah. Well, that the reason again back to history and why the U.S. wasn't in with our allies in 1941 was because of this independence and, and impartiality stance that the U.S. had. And that's when Japan truly brought us offsides mm-hmm. with December 7th. They pretty much made it not an option. It's not we an had, option. We had to get in at that point. That's right. Yeah. What about the war, war of 1812? Was that was that territorial? What was that war about again? So I can't that, remember. Yeah. I'll that have, may have been. I'll have to go back and uh, research that. That's the uh, French were involved, and that was yeah. a territorial thing with the French, British, and British and us. So, yeah. Sounds Canadian to me. The Canadians were involved, and a ton of Indians. Once you said French, British, mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, that sounds Canadian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds very Canadian. Those Canadians. They drew us off. So, hey, but we weren't a part of that because Texas wasn't a part of the U.S. At oh, that yeah, point. true. So, see, I just ignored the War of 1812 because <laughs> if it's non Texan, then That's I right. don't want to get Kevin upset with me. Right? See, I, see, I didn't call him out. I don't call out my son. <laughs> history, history begins in 18... My son can do nothing wrong. 18... When, when, did, when was Texas fa- uh, founded? I don't know, 1850, 60, something like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we were the Republic, 
and it was like 1858, something like that, when we were the Republic of Texas, and then we right. started the process. Well, we, we talked about that on our uh, State Fair episode. You mean along with Midget City? Yeah. <laughs> Because that was the <laughs> just all I remember is Midget City. <laughs> that was the wasn't that the 100 year anniversary? Welcome to Midget City. Oh yeah, wasn't that like 18? If this is ridiculous that we don't know, I think it's 1836. FDR showed yeah, up, right? 1836. Was it FDR? That's when that's Texas Independence Day was 1836. Yeah, yeah. from Santa Ana. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's the with oh, uh, the right, Republic right. of Texas, and then it took a number of years before we oh, okay. annexed in. I, you're right. I was thinking Texas Independence Day is what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pardon me for coughing at you. I had to blue, 1845. Blew some flu on you. <laughs> Republic <laughs> did not last long. Say, what was the date again? 18 1845. What? That's when we came into the U.S.? Blew yeah. flu all over this mic. <laughs> Tis the season. <laughs> so. Here's uh, Sammy laughing in the background on that one. Oh, yeah. Listen. Blew flu all over this mic. <laughs> I got the I got the laugh track going, but hey, let me let me again go back to Veterans Day and just say a hearty thank you because we've got people, men and women, young men and women that have come in, joined the military of their own accord. Nobody, we're not we haven't have a draft any time lately, right? Mm-mm, mm-mm. And these people have volunteered or joined the military on behalf of me and my family to preserve. And do terrible not, things. They have to go and do terrible not, things. Not you personally, Kyle. They are doing it for me. They they woke up and said, Kyle Kirkpatrick and his family. Well, they representative. Uh, they're representing. <laughs> and they're saying, well, that old guy, he can't do it. So I got to go preserve his freedom for he and his family. Yeah, no, I, I'm just giving you a hard time. Well, it's very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's important because these people very important. still do it and they lay their lives on the line to now it's the age of terrorism. You know, it's not like we're going to have, you know, the, I, I, in that video that, that World War II, the losses of World War II, it shows the timeline since the end of World War II and they call it what these economics people call it is the long peace where we've had basically 50 years of peace because the top economies of the world are not fighting each other and 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 they even included korea and vietnam in there as they kind of didn't count it because it's not the u.s versus russia or russia versus britain or you know the top world powers have not engaged with each other in going on 50 years, all through the Cold War and now even beyond. Mm-hmm. It was just a really, again, if you guys have a chance to go watch that video, I just thought, first of all, it was terribly humbling because of the massive losses, the losses that Russia had, China had, and certainly Germany. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we had losses over 400,000 people, again, in World War II, but the, the, the links that Stalin went to to defeat and get out of uh, uh, Leningrad, the German advance, they killed millions, about a million and a half Germans out of that. And, but there were probably 12 to 15 million Russians that died during that. Just that one advance over that two-year period. It's just awful. So mm-hmm. again, I would encourage you to do that. But, um, you know, war has changed. I mean, war has changed. Times have changed, and now we rely on intelligence we rely on uh, uh, mobility and nimbleness, and um, 
But still, we need incredibly smart men and women that are, you know, again, putting their lives on the lines. And I'm just grateful for that. Mm-hmm. As I a agree Texan. with you. Yep. So, yeah. Completely agree. And American. America. <laughs> Keep America great. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Well, hey, happy, uh, happy Veterans happy Day. Happy Veterans Day. Shout out to the veterans. You know, really appreciate everything y'all do for the country, all joking aside. It's, that's right. Uh, really amazing. That's and right. Especially. I wish that we could just do more to take care of them. That's right. After they serve, you know. Well, that's right. You know what? One thing that I forgot to mention is I was looking at this and all the benefits that are given to veterans. So once you join the military and whether you've been in peacetime and you retire through peacetime or you've actually been an active war veteran, there are some really cool benefits that our government provides, you know, and including all the health care, the mental health care, because we have a ton of PTSD we have a ton of mental issues, and I can only imagine having gone through situations I can't even imagine mm-hmm. um, of the mental health needs that are out there. And that's, you know, you don't want that to be taboo, but we've got a very, very high suicide rate for a lot of our military people that have endured a lot of bad, bad mm. things. And so the hope is is that please reach out, you know, to mental health providers or even the, the helplines or a friend or family or whatever to avoid mm-hmm. any of that. But then there's all these, like the GI Bill is still out there for college tuition, home loans, uh, business loans. I mean, there's an amazing amount of things that, that uh, are available to veterans, which I thought was just really cool as I researched that. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So And then all these kind of cool burial benefits, uh, you know, and... I don't know. I just like. Have all you been that. to a funeral for a veteran? <clears throat> I have. I've been to several, mm-hmm. and they're amazing. I mean, just the you say the pomp and circumstance. That's not it at all. It's just it's a formal, dignified procedure that honors the person and their service to our country. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, my granddad was a veteran. Yeah, he passed away, and the funeral was really amazing at the graveside it was it was yeah because whatever branch of service they bring that branch Mm -hmm. out and they go through came out they went through a flag ceremony they played tabs it was very moving it terribly that's right yeah no i love that all right well hey we appreciate that and um appreciate y'all's time today adios look us up on itunes leave us a review five stars and if you've got an android device Text Kyle. <laughs> just He's kidding. an expert. Now. You can you can still listen. <laughs> you can still listen. I just got into this with you a can. buddy of mine. It's on Google Play. I know. It's, it's on Spotify. It's also, it's out there. All right. Take care. And if you got an Android device, get you an iPhone. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's so wrong.